Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> uh, good morning and welcome to episode one, two. Seven, one of down, two dunk. You can find us on the Athletic and anywhere else. You subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get the Athletic for one dollar a month for six months. I am joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam thrill. Taylor. Cracking a can of a cold one with my friends. Yeah, we're sitting and we're about to podcast. Let it begin. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. Welcome back, man. Wow. It does feel like you're back for the yeah. first time really? in a long that's, time. Wow. That's yeah. the one that, that was did it, it, man. That was it. You, wow. You meant it. When you sang it, you meant it. Yeah. Everything yeah, you else committed. you've done, you have not meant any of it. 100% committed. Also, wow. no eye contact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, refusal for eye contact <laughs> during that whole portion. If you want to watch it on YouTube, you should subscribe to our show to, on YouTube. I had to go to a deeper place. <laughs> I can That's why I believed it. That's why uh, I believed that's it. That's why I was laughing, too. I obviously made that song up. What? Also. 20 seconds ago. Also, commitment to the bit. <laughs> You, you believed in the bit. You've stuck with yeah. it over our protests, and now you've, you're there. And you... Wow. Breakthrough. And you remember to say slam through. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a huge part. <laughs> Which is a big that part a of big it. Part. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you yeah. for your support. Congratulations. Uh, okay. Trade deadline was yesterday, and it was... Some splashes. One of the crazier trade deadlines ever. It went from like zero earlier in this week to... A billion. Oh, we had, no. and we, and had a little bit of everything. Like you had the superstar trade with Kevin Durant. Yeah. You had the Russell Westbrook deal. You had even like the James Wiseman one, which is just like juicy in itself. You had Darius Baisley and Mike Muscala finally got punted to the moon. Like we've, you kind of got a little we bit of everything. It. We did it. The, the narrative two weeks ago, because of the playing game, there's no sellers. There's no sellers. Oh, right. It's going to be a quiet trade deadline. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Kyrie was the first chip, and then the gates opened yesterday. Like, it was 
insane. And this is one of those things. Every year I tell myself, hey, you need to just take Thursday off. Yeah. Like, just sit around. Come over and hang out in Andrew's house. Podcast with him. Yeah. Stand behind him and Dave DeFore and just stare at the camera. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Whatever it is. And so I'm like, but instead, of course, I have a whole day where I can't just be on my phone or any sort of computer. And I had to sit in my car when I finally got to my computer at like 2.30, sit in my car and just scroll every single tweet from Shams, from the other guy that does stuff. And as I'm doing that, I'm like, I, I'm still reeling. I like, I pulled the, we shared it, so you can find it on Twitter, but it's like all of the players, which it doesn't even have all of the players, but all the players that change teams. And I still don't know, like, I'm trying to find people's rosters just to say, like, all right, so who is actually on the Lakers, for example? Mm -hmm. It's like, I know they got D'Lo, they got Jared Vanderbilt, and then they got some other guy from the Wolves, or from the Jazz, that I can't remember who it is. See? I don't, if you weren't keeping up with it in real time yesterday, Beasley. Beasley, Malik Beasley. 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 Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley. Super cool Beasley. Oh, that would be awesome. (laughs) So, that's what I want to do. And I know we have other plans, but I want to go just like through some other teams. Who did Detroit add? Wiseman. Four. Sadiq Bay. And Sadiq Bay went to Atlanta. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Because <laughs> I think it was Dean on the draft that said it. Like Troy Weaver is just accumulating all of the bigs, and two <sighs> of which have been just maybe the same player. Like Bagley and Wiseman might be the same guy. Bagley was number two pick, right? Yeah. So I, I'm just I was I lost my mind on this one. There I have it doesn't make any. I sense. have a lot of Pistons fans mad at me. Why? It's they the, believe in it? I don't know. It's the dumbest deal. More like you got a lot of pissed off fans mad at you. Pissed off. Piss, like it's literally the pissed same. Off. No, pissed off. Pissed off. Pissed off. Pissed off. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I don't know. I'm Alex and I are processing that one on Slam and Jam for sure. Because Sadiq Bay was kind of a guy, and he's for a fifty-point game. He's also a position of need, right? Like, isn't he a wing? He is. The problem with Sadiq, and I've done a deep dive just because I'm like, what's the deal with Sadiq Bay? He is just crazy inefficient this year, Mm. and he's a little on the Pistons. I know this is this is kind of and this is part of my thing is like people are like well he kind of goes rogue and he kind of does well your your whole team sucks like mm. what are you talking about like he's he has fit in next to Cade and there's been no Cade all year so like what are what are we doing and you also just drafted Jalen Duran you have Marvin Bagley that you just paid and what if they get the number one pick I think they have to get Scoot. That's true. I haven't even thought about that aspect of it. They're loading up on bigs, man. They're going when when the They're whole zagging. world exactly. They're zagging. They're the, zagging. When the whole league is deciding that bigs that can't shoot are less important than ever, they're acquiring as many as possible. Yeah. I'm going to ask a just ridiculous Homer question. Do it. Would you rather have Jay Will or James Wiseman? From what you have seen on the floor in the NBA. Hmm. I like Jay Will. There's no pressure with Jay Will, right? With Wiseman, it's like you have Wiseman. He's got to, you've got to play him. You've got to try to fit him in. You've got to try to, even in practices and stuff like that, you've got to see what he can do. And there, there's too much pressure behind that. 
So I like Jay Will. Yeah, but the thing is, is Wiseman. <sighs> I think it's easy to see Wiseman probably has the higher ceiling. Yeah. But for the modern NBA game, watching what Jay Will did against the Lakers, dude, he's like he passes well. He apparently is a lethal three point shooter. Uh, he plays good defense or good yeah. enough defense. Like, there's just yeah. a lot that he does on the floor that you're like, dude, he's an NBA guy. And everybody loves him. Yeah. Like, everybody loves being around him, too. Yeah, I he's, would take Jay Will 100%, no questions asked. Maybe that's insane. But, like, Wiseman, do you know how badly the Warriors wanted Wiseman to work? Right. Mm-hmm. The one year that they were bad, and they get the pick. Yeah. And they take the guy. That guy needed to be really, really, really good. Of course, they're going to yeah. put everything into that guy. Yeah. And it, it doesn't work oh, out. To get a center that they can replace Looney with, which, come on, Looney's been good. He's good. Yeah. He's good. He's good. It is like, it is Darko 2.0. Yeah. Because Darko sat on the bench for that Pistons team that won the title. Wiseman sat on the bench for that Warriors team that won the title. You know what they both win. have that Charles Barkley doesn't? Rings. Rings wow. better That's than true. Charles Barkley. Dang, it's true. True. Why? Um, why does he catch? Have to catch a stray? Catching like strays. Barkley's always catching strays. That's no good. Darko ends up on a bad team. That's real cold. Real cold city. Mm-hmm. Wiseman ends up on a bad team. Real cold city. That's true. Mm. I mean, you don't have to hate on Detroit. Yeah, yeah. that's catching maybe strays, that's why they're man. pissed Detroit's off at you. Actually, I'm like, yeah. just saying it's you cold. Can, you can not like the move and not just. Rail on Detroit. You're like, trying to, you're trying to move to Detroit. Sounds I'm like not, I'm not moving. To, sounds like a rap <laughs> album. No, 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 no. Bad, bad team, Cold City. Bad team, Cold City. That's cool. People it's in Detroit my new are album. saying the same thing about OKC. By the way, they're like, "You trying to move to OKC?" Yeah, no. that's totally fine. And I and I will f- freely admit that this is not the place to move to if you live in an awesome place currently. <laughs> yeah, like, that's okay. That is and that is a okay. All right, so let's keep going. So the Denver Nuggets, who did they no, add? I have no idea. They added Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant, okay. yeah. Who did they lose? Devon Reed. And Bones Highland. Bones Highland for, oh. two, for two seconds. Who, that Bones is, Highland went to the Clippers. That is my least favorite trade of the day because it makes no sense either direction. Like, Why do the Clippers want Bones Highland? The Nuggets were just saying, hey, he can't play for us in the playoffs. This is why we don't want him. And then a team that's going to play in the playoffs says, Wait, cool, we'll take him. Why? Cool, Why? Cool name. Bones? Yeah, it's a great Coolest name. name. That could be it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Bones. Bones. I don't, I don't understand that trade at all. The best part about the Clippers, this may be the highlight of the day for me. Mm. The fact that John Wall <laughs> was traded to the Houston Rockets <laughs> yeah. after only a few short weeks ago, Completely railing on the entire organization. Yeah. My assumption is if you're looking for buyout candidates, John Wall's pretty high on that list. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think he called them trash. Yeah. Because <laughs> in that, that interview went around. It was like, yeah. He's like, what about your time there? He said, trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a locker room person you want in your locker room. No. <laughs> that, that is kind of messed up of the Clippers. It's amazing. Amazing. Well, they know Why he's going to get bought John out. Wall? Yeah, they don't care. I mean, they, like John Wall's not even packing up his stuff. I mean, they're giving John basically trading him there. They're giving John Wall the the Money. choice, and also like John Wall's done. Who he's he's done. I 
I, for one, thought he was going to be the difference maker for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you being I sarcastic? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They I also did. added. They also the Clippers added Eric Gordon. Yep. And wow. Mason Plumley. You know yeah. what? Plum dog. Finally, Eric Gordon is freed. Finally. And watch as he gets injured and spends the rest of the season <laughs> on the bench. Because don't you know forget what, about the fact that and Eric, watch as he's much worse than Luke Kennard. Eric Gordon. <laughs> Eric Gordon has. It was only in Houston that he was ever healthy. It's true. Yeah. Only in Houston he was ever healthy. It's true. But he made his name on the Clippers. Yes. Uh, so kind of. Good. Kind of. Anyway. So, Eric Gordon. All right. The Los Angeles Lakers mm-hmm. sent out Russell Westbrook. Where did he land, Taylor? Utah. All right. Good job. So, he'll be there waiting for y'all. Yeah. All-Star Weekend. In uh, one of those I can't big, believe, bright yellow jerseys. I can't believe he's in Utah. He's not going to play. Well, he's, in, he's getting bought out, too. He's yeah. getting bought out, too. Yeah. Which I think the best fit for him is Miami, but that's or Phoenix. But didn't they say <sighs> no? What are you talking about? <laughs> but didn't it, I? I heard Clippers is what. Yeah, he was Clippers. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I think Clippers is what will happen. I mean, he didn't have to move. Yeah. So he's going to get bought out in Vetmen. I mean, yeah. What are you? You paying Russ more than the veterans minimum? I mean, they Man. don't have cap space to do it. So like, you have to. It has to yeah. be that. Oh, okay. It has to be that. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, this is the beginning of of the end for Russ. Yeah. Like this is this is well, the well, last. Well, he was he was page. pretty good. Well, on it's, the Lakers, it's the, but the Lakers called him as he left a vampire. It's true. Mm-hmm. They said we've gotten a vampire out of the locker room, which, uh, pretty shitty <laughs> of the Lakers. I'll say it. <laughs> you know, I think that's LeBron's camp that put that out there. It probably is because the thing with like all the Lakers reporters, and this has been happening all year. Is that LeBron has all of them in his pocket? Yeah, mm-hmm. like every single one of them are yeah. in his pocket, and you don't ever hear anything bad about LeBron or his camp ever because of that. Well, well when, it's Dave McMenamin, and he's been the LeBron <sighs> guy, and when, on Twitter where they you like ESPN put out that it's like them having the clip of whatever, whoever on TV said that anyone who's been McMenamin. like oh, this is a really bad thing to say about Russ, they went and hid all the replies that are critical of that statement at all. It's ridiculous. And like I man, I'm not a huge believer in like Russ moving forward, okay? But to trash him like that on the way out. When yeah. he came off the bench, yeah. played a reduced role, he did everything you asked him to do eventually. I mean, he did it from the beginning of this season. Right. But last year yeah, but that's but about leadership. La- it's not his was, fault that everybody, nobody everybody asked was injured. Him to do that question. They changed yeah. coaches. I think. I mean, I'm not a yeah. Russ stan at all. Yeah, the fact that he has carried the brunt of the blame for this it's failure—that's true. Yeah. true. Is so stupid. Yeah, like it sits solely. It was LeBron who on brought him Rob in. Rob Palinka, LeBron yeah, James, yeah. and Jeannie yeah. Buss. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so stupid that he is getting and, and yeah, everybody that's smart knows this. Like yeah. Tim Lagerler is like, this is so stupid that he's getting all of this like hate on the way out. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron wanted to bring him in. Yeah. And everyone's like, Well, this is a terrible fit. They brought him in. They brought him in and it obviously did not work. And then when he comes out, LeBron's like, Well, he's terrible. He's a vampire. He's bringing us down. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's a terrible situation. At this point, LeBron LA. would LeBron would do that to A D too, I think. Yeah, especially after he sat down. Yeah. 
There's what's that about? I, that was weird. At the celebration, like celebration in the middle of the Thunder game and the Lakers game, everyone's celebrating. Yeah, on the on the bench. There is a zero percent chance that team has success. Zero percent. Oh yeah, definitely. Zero percent. Yeah, they. Can't you don't even, think this is the turnaround? No. So, <laughs> well, that, but so you think that Russ was that bad and brought them down so much that even when he's gone, they can't succeed. No, I think it's just, <laughs> for, for me, is it's, yeah. For me, I, I do think the roster fits just better. Like we all knew from the beginning, Russ can't stretch the floor. And yeah. that's a problem for the way that you want to organize this team. You have three dominant players that aren't really good sh- three-point shooters. Yeah. Right. They don't have any shooting. And so D'Lo, in theory, is that guy. But D'Lo, I mean, you, you, you're the number two pick that's been on how many teams? Four teams in your entire seven-year career? Yeah. And, and the Timberwolves, who have a young team that uh, he's on the timeline they acquired him they remember they traded the pick that became Jonathan Kaminga mm-hmm. and um Andrew Wiggins for him and they're like the Wiseman wait what was it not for the Wiseman pick Wiseman was their own pick cuz they were terrible oh that's right um they they got i mean they traded a lot to get him and now they're like you know what we would we're we're good we'd rather have old Mike Conley who is fine but what's what's the idea with Mike Conley? Like, oh, he's a wise veteran. He'll help us figure this he's, out. Just Steadying a, force, man. Just a nice it's guy. It's not going to work. Yeah, no, I think it's not going to work either. I but I think it's so. I I do think having him is going to give them a leadership presence that they yeah. clearly. He's lack not really that guy. though. No, but just being there. I know, but like but, if you're trading D'Lo for Mike Conley, they they want somebody who's not disruptive. Not. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I Mike has never been like a leader. In Memphis Jeez, or in Utah, I'm sorry. It's true though. It's, I'm not hating. I'm just saying like that's not his deal. But he will be, he will just be an adult mm-hmm. in a locker room of children. Well, sometimes you need that. All right, two yeah. guys. I'm going to list two guys, and you got to tell me who they now play oh, for. God, don't Matisse Thybul and Cam Reddish. Blazers. They're both on the Blazers. Both on the Blazers. Wow. Yeah. Both on the Blazers. All right. The way, the way you've set this up makes it the hardest possible way to do this. This is why it's one, so fun. Uh, one, one of those players will play and the other one will not. Just Taylor, start. stop. Don't look at it. Cheating. Where is Patrick Beverly now? Don't do this to me. <coughs> oh, oh, dang it. I did see this one. I have a cheat sheet. I'm He's thinking. part of the Orlando really Magic. Mm. Yep. Magic. All right. Here's the last one just for fun. Why are you just Who? asking me? What is this? Blue Taylor. Luke. Luke. <laughs> working all day. I have a cheat sheet. I'm Luke. using it. Yes. Who huh? is now on the Brooklyn Nets roster? Brooklyn. I, I don't need the whole roster. I want oh, new okay. additions to the Brooklyn Nets. I could not tell you. I'll Taylor, shut up. I can do this one. I know though. who's gone. Oh, great. The one I can do. <laughs> I know who's gone. Yeah. All right. Who's give gone? it to us, Taylor. Come on. Bridges. Cam. Yeah. And then who are the other two from the other places? Uh, <laughs> so close. The only Dorian in the NBA. Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer. Oh, yeah, the Dallas guys. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the thing about the Nets now that's going to be fun, challenging to watch as they move forward, they have amassed a ton of draft capital in the trades. But at the same time, is they don't have any of their own draft capital because they traded it all in the James Harden trade for the next six years, basically until 2027. So they have no incentive to really be bad. 
So they're going to yeah. continue to try to be in this middle space. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, it's, I mean, it's a decent roster. I could, I could see Mikel Bridges being a guy that they won he last has night. this increased role. Yeah. And then obviously Cam Thomas is apparently one of the <laughs> best shooters in the league. Dude, he was so good. I was trying to text about him the other night and it took a minute for Andrew to get on board. Well, I remember Andrew didn't like him because he's the kid. He came from LSU, right? Yeah. And he this is what he does. Yeah. He's a scorer, period. That's it. Hey. Hey, you know what? That can work. It's working right now. It's working. It's working right now. Second youngest player to have back-to-back 40-point games off the bench. He had three in a row. Okay, so three. So now he's probably the youngest player to have three 40-point games yeah. off the bench. It ended last night when Spencer Dinwiddie came in, though. Yeah, I can see that. That's what he does, man. There were also there were a lot of guys that went back to the teams that they got traded from mm-hmm. a year yep. or two ago. Yep. That a lot cool. of that happening. Buyer's yep. remorse. That's right. Reverse yeah. trades, which we'll we'll get to those. Yeah, Yaka Pertle from San Antonio back to Toronto. Yeah. To GP two back to Golden State. Yep. They give it five five second round picks. To get a, the guy back. The so state. that's what was so crazy. So they had. This was wild. We were talking about that in the group chat. Like, this has got to be a part of a trade that already happened, right? Like, it's not just five second round picks straight up for GP2. Yeah. But it was. It was, part of the, was that it? Yeah, that was it. That's all they did. So as far as a local, like what impacted Oklahoma City is obviously Baisley, Muscala out, Dario Saric in. I think there's a second. Justin Jackson. They punt him to the moon immediately. Been, I think he's been punted. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-punt. He was pre-punted. Pre-punted. Don't even pack your bags, buddy. And then you've got, I think, what did they get? Two second round? They got one for Mike and one for Phoenix? No, they got three total. They have they got two from the Celtics. The 23 second and a 29 second. And then a 29 second from, okay. from Phoenix. Have you guys looked at that 29 draft class? <laughs> oh, man. It is deep. <laughs> Three rounds deep. I think everybody that's Sixth a Thunder fan, <laughs> seeing that Mike left without like a real player coming back, like even an asset. Yeah. Everybody was just like, What sad. do you mean even an asset? I'm saying, no, 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 no. I mean like, all right, throw in. Like back in the day, they don't have him anymore, but like the kid that was from Indiana that plays in San Antonio, like oh. some guy that they drafted that they'd given up on that's stashed on their bench. Or, yeah. Know. You I didn't mean, get a person that you can maybe be like, oh, maybe I'm going to like this guy. But instead, you're like, oh, it's a second, a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. And I know that you love draft picks, but we love Mike Muscala more. Yeah. The truth about Mike is that his role was going to be completely diminished moving forward. And that's like part of why they did it. It's like they gave him a place where he can go compete at a high level. Compete for a championship. They got two second-round picks, which is like every player on this team probably outside. I mean, I guess even Shea but no one's going to reset that threshold. It's probably set so high that you can't reach it. But every player has a threshold of like, okay, if you re, you know, if you offer this amount, we'll, we will do the trade. And I would guess that it was two for Mike. And I'm sure the Celtics called and probably offered one. They said, no, we're not trading him unless you give us two. And then they did it. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably how it goes. With Baisley, it was just finding him a different situation and – I, and it's good because like they have no depth in Phoenix now, and so I think I don't know how much he actually plays for the Suns, but he's going to at least get a chance to, um, you know, with Chris Paul, who's like he's familiar with, and so I think that's a good situation for him. Um, and I, 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 I think, think Monty will be great for him as well. Mark um, Bryant's still there. Like. Mark Bryant's yeah. There's there's a lot of familiarity there with him, 
And obviously, like the reason the Thunder got a pick, like you're not getting a pick for Darius Baisley. There's no he has doesn't have any mm-hmm. trade value, but you got the pick because you took back the money on on Sharks's deal. And the reason that they were able to do this, so this is the this is like Sam Presti in action, like over time is like he's always doing the little things through time that just no one else is doing, no one else really cares about. So he traded Derek Favors to the Rockets to get this giant trade exception. And the reason they were able to do this deal was because of the trade exception. It's just like these small little things that get you, that net you just opportunity, little opportunities here and there. And who knows, like that 29 pick may end up being nothing. It could end up being like the 32nd pick. Like we just don't know. Like it's it, it's like the opposite of what the Lakers have done with D'Lo since they drafted yeah, D'Lo, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's opposite of like what the Mavericks do. Like the Mavericks they may like <coughs> Excuse me. Luka Doncic it was Jeez. halfway through his rookie season and they were like, "Great. Let's let's now just push all in." Mm-hmm. And they got Porzingis. And then 2 years later they're like, "That was a bad idea." And they trade him, and then they end up with so much less than what they had in the beginning. Right. Like, the Thunder are going to take their time. Like, this is how they're going to do it, is they're going to accumulate draft picks. They're going to continue to develop. They they really like the guys they have. They like the whole team. And they're going to develop those guys. They're going to continue to accumulate draft picks and more opportunities for themselves to get better. I mean, look at all the picks that were traded yesterday. It was tons of second-round picks. Yeah. And you can get players that actually matter. The Thunder have, I think, 16 Yeah, moving forward. Well, it, the weird ones is what you're hearing about, like, Mikael Bridges looking for four first-round picks. <laughs> OG Ananobi. That's a terrible way to say his last. Ananobi. Okay. Huh? OG. Yeah. Three first round picks for him is what they were expecting. Yeah. Or, or some of the deals were mm-hmm. on the table. Now, they're, you know, if they're super protected, whatever, I know that that might They wouldn't be. Him. I don't think they would be super like, protected. Ah. I know. It's it's too much. This is also why, like, if you're the Thunder, you're just, like, no s- sitting back. That's why OG didn't go anywhere, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'd, at the end of the day, I don't think teams were actually willing to give up as much as they wanted. And, I mean... Toronto's situation is really interesting moving forward. Like I don't Masai know what they do. Masai's in a rut, man. Well, they're about to p- potentially lose two guys this offseason that are important parts of their team. Yeah. For for nothing. Yeah. Like to unless they can do a try a try oh, trade. Try and say. Thank you. It's try right, and trade. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think like all these second round draft picks like you got to think in the draft like with Poco, if we want to move up a few spaces to get someone we really like, they have so many second round draft picks. They're going to be like, take a bunch of these. And yeah. So that we can just move up to get the guys we want. Yeah. You could do it in the draft. You could do it with players that you want down the road when the Thunder figure out, like, hey, we've got a great team, but we need this or we need a backup big or we need whatever it is. You know, we don't even know what they need yet. They don't even know what they need yet. But just having the ammo yeah. later on to use is, is why you do all of this. So I think it's good. I think, and then Dario, I'm pretty sure is going to play for the Thunder. That's what I was going to talk about. Was the the upside of yes, we move Baisley and we get a second back because we took on money. But yeah, there is an upside to Dario Saric too. Yeah, what it when this team is a lot better next year, that could be a guy off the bench that's a better Muscala. 
Well, he's, he's going to have to better. resign him, though. I mean, he's, he's expiring. Yeah, so his contract's up this year. So <laughs> <laughs> But that's a self-mute. Yeah, that is a self-mute. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he's expiring. I expect this to be very, like... Just very- all morning, Jay just discrediting me being a terrible team member <laughs> with his game, just asking me. This will be a lot. He has a list. I expect it to be like Speed High Luke, where there's probably moments where you're like, oh, like this guy's decent. Like he's He can do some stuff, and then it gets to the summer, and we're like, yeah, no thanks. You know? Or maybe he's good, and you get a chance to you know sign him on the cheap during the summer because they do have an additional roster spot now. Like they have an open roster spot today, and so they could you know, theoretically draft their guy in the first round and then bring back Dario. Or I mean, they're going to have the Suns' second round pick. Are they going to use it? I don't. I have no idea. I mean, it's going to be like the. 50th pick or something like that which mm-hmm. that's where you got Wiggins so don't discount it but you know I I would expect Dario to get a shot he hasn't been very good in Phoenix if he had been good in Phoenix you know where he'd be right now on Phoenix Phoenix mm-hmm. so so I do want to take a minute talking about the Suns while we're kind of talking about where they are so right now they've moved up to second in the NBA as far as title odd chances yeah right behind Boston yeah I for one love I think it's incredibly all in. It's incredibly short sighted. You have two injury prone superstars yeah. aging. Yeah. And Devin Booker, you're a little thinner, but as far as the the ability you're gonna be able to have to put a collection of guys on the floor in important moments if you're healthy, I would take them against anybody. Between Aiden Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Malik Beasley or whoever else they throw on the floor. Is yeah. it Malik Beasley that's there? No. 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 Well, the Malik other thing, Beasley's with the Lakers. I don't know. We just talked about that. Yeah. But just Jay. For them Stupid. to go all in, though, with this, like if Tory they Craig didn't, is who I was thinking of. If they oh. didn't do this, it was like, it felt like it was over. Like with for the Suns, like that was their chance yeah. last year, the year before, and then they, they missed it. But doing this, it's like, well, there's They've, yeah, absolutely. They have been playing dramatically better in the last. I mean, I think they've won eight out of the last ten or nine of the last ten. Kevin yeah. Durant. I mean, I don't know. It's like as as a theoretical collection of players. I don't good. know, man. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It kind of counteracts the, man, Chris Chris Paul in the playoffs. What can we do with that? You know. Yeah. And now you have KD, and it's like, okay, well, now it's Chris Paul and KD. Like, it takes a lot of pressure off of needing Chris Paul now, now to be really to see, good and being really healthy. Yeah, now we get to see how spectacularly bad Chris has to be to uh, sink this yeah. team in the playoffs. Yep. So, it'll be cool. But he can... I, I believe he could do it. <laughs> I believe he could do it as well. he could do and, it. And KD has been so good when he's been playing. He has been so he's freaking been really good. good. He's got to play. He's yeah. got to play. But if you're like the Nuggets or Memphis, it's over. Like you're sick today. Yeah. Oh, oh, totally. You are so sick because you had, there was a real opportunity for both of those squads to get there with little resistance. God. And now you have, and now you have to play this Phoenix team that has probably the most balanced starting lineup in the NBA. Oh, yeah. They do have a, a weak spot. That Tory Craig spot's pretty weak, but every other position's like, oh my gosh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, K 
Kevin Durant, DeAndre Aiden. Oh my gosh! Oh no! Why do we have to play that team? Like that's it's gonna they're gonna be monstrous. And then like whatever they get, they're gonna get a buyout. I mean, they could get Danny Green. Nah, depending Ugh. on his health. I mean, but he's another shooter. He can play a little defense, but he's coming off a knee injury. But th- that's the thing with the buyout guys. It's like what buyout guy is going to be perfect for them? Like that's what they need. They need another wing. Yeah, I just feel like Danny Green keeps. He has a he has such a good reputation. Yeah, why wouldn't you want him? When was the last time he was actually good? Uh, well, I mean, he tore his ACL, so. Well, I know, but like on okay, seventy sixers, right? Yeah, he was pretty hit and miss in the seventy sixers. You know, a lot of games where he took what a you, lot. What of are you expecting out of Dan? What are you? Expecting? Well, I'm just saying. Uh, why are we? What, what, what's the? He was almost an MVP of the NBA Finals one That's year. True. Yeah, ten years ago. How long ago was that? <laughs> I'm now? saying. No, no, no. I'm saying. Like, what are you expecting ago. from him? Like, it was more like. It was nine, it was nine, nine years nine ago, years ago <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, ten nine years. years ago. Come on, man. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's mean. What about uh? So I don't know if this guy is an actual buyout candidate, but on one of the things I was just looking at is Will Barton playing for yeah. the Wizards. He's falling out of the rotation. I'd rather have Danny Green than Will Barton. If Will Barton can't play for the Wizards, I do not want him on my title contender. What about John Wall? <laughs> no. What about, uh, what about Patrick Isaiah Beverly Thomas? I would take Pat. I would take Pat Bev. Yeah, but Isaiah Thomas, the old one. Mm-hmm. Sure. No. <laughs> the new owner really wants him in the organization, so he's like, "How about can you still play?" Yes. <laughs> he refuted that so, so fast too. If, good, good on him. If you're the Memphis Grizzlies, the last week has been terrible. Terrible. So terrible. Yeah. The John Morant stuff. Oh my gosh. And then the John Morant Indiana stuff. Yeah, and then uh, you clear, and then you like not having a shot in the West. You did season. add Luke Kennard. Kennard's good. Yeah, he's he is good. good. Better than Eric Gordon. He's better than Eric Gordon. <laughs> Agreed. He can handle better. He can shoot way better. Yeah, he's, sh- he's shooting. He's younger. He's shooting forty-four percent from three. To be fair, we don't actually know what Eric Gordon is. I think we do. I think we do. Uh, just saying, he's played in Houston for the last two years. Well, a longer than a long, that, but long you know time. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But is he making a meaningful difference for the Clippers? I don't know. I think Alex is the one that said it. Clippers, I just don't know. They're just, nobody cares about how the Clippers play basketball. It's like, they're just, they're, it's a gross watch. It's yeah. just gross. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. And you and just don't just know what you're flailing around. They're like, oh God, we have all these. We have Kawhi and PG and all these expectations. It feels like, do this, do this, do this. It do feels this. like they're they amass like a like a like a NBA two K roster. It's mm-hmm. like ah, pick this guy and throw him on a team, and how about this guy and throw him on a team? But it's like nobody that you're. I don't know. I just I'm yeah. very out on the Clippers, which is great. Would you, would you want Westbrook if you were them? What? No, I don't know. Yeah, but like why? Why? It still goes back to Did what you is just it hear do? the two K player? Man. Do you He's think grabbing guys? Do you think that adding Russell Westbrook increases their title odds? No, I I don't I, think it does. I probably do. Increases their title odds? Yeah, I mean, not to the point to where they're the odds on favorite, but I do think it makes them better. Like, so who's running point guard for them right now? They don't have a point guard. Like, I do think it's a situation where Russ could play. So, Because you can say a lot of things about Russ, but he stays healthy. He plays hard on offense sometimes. 
but is, this is very disrespectful. <laughs> he, but you gotta, but the, the even the question was disrespectful. But to be on that, I, I just think it's also a roster that would fit. He just has to. I mean, it's like everything you say, but like he has to realize who who is the alphas on the team. But to have a guy like Russ that's playing alongside, because who's there? You got Zubach, Zubox, Zubix, <laughs> uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. <laughs> Morris, whichever one it is, Marcus, Marcus Morris. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a stretchy. Everybody but Zubox can. Is it spelled with an X? <laughs> Zubox. Do you mean the first letter or the last letter? It's spelled oh with an my X. god! Yeah, it starts with a Z, ends with an X. <laughs> Would you rather have Patrick Beverly or Russell Westbrook if they're both bought out? I mean, I I'm Russ. Patrick Beverly is a fake shooter. He doesn't shoot either. Okay. Yeah, I just don't like him. Yeah, he's not. He's he's a wild yeah. man. He is familiar with he's the, tricking the Clippers, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I. I think the Clippers are sunk. Anyways, I'm not sure that either one of those guys would make make a difference at all. At all. Uh, okay. So let's go back to the Thunder. What um What were your guys' emotions when you saw the uh, the Mike Muscala trade. Where were you? How did you hear about it? What was your your process for that? I didn't. I was at work. I didn't have. My, I didn't have any strong feelings about it. <laughs> to, okay. be, to be truthful, it was. I kind of alluded to this, but it definitely was a not a sad moment. It wasn't like I was like, huh? but I was definitely like, dang, that's it. All right, because the whole narrative behind Mike has been. He loves it here. Mm-hmm. So for me, as I felt like a tinge of sadness for him, but then I'm like, oh, he's going to play in Boston. Like he's going to Boston to play for a team that is really good. Yeah. Where he's going to have a really defined, consistent role, which I know you love the Thunder. And, but he. I'm not sure he will have a defined, yeah. consistent role. You don't role. think he'll play kind of in that? Because they were looking for a backup big for Al Horford, Robert Williams. Yeah, like, I'm not sure that he plays playing. all. I'm not sure he plays all the time for them either. Like they still have Luke Cornett, who they like. I mean, I think it's just options for them. Yeah, yeah. fair. If they if they're in the playoffs and someone gets hurt, you know, they got him. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. No, it's it's great to have him. I I also don't know that. I'm not sure if Mike's ankle can hold like a consistent role either. Mm. So I think that's part part of that puzzle. Um, but I think he helps. Like he's obviously like a dead eye shooter. I I was I I was actually sad to be honest. Well, because you're you're best friends with him. He's my, my best friend. No, he's my best friend. <laughs> no, I, he's a really good dude. Um, I I like Michael a lot. My kids were even sad about it. Yeah, I yelled. My kids are upstairs, and I yelled. Michael Scala got traded there, and you just hear this. No, <laughs> Mikey. No, Mike. there was something to like. I feel like as a fan base, we did all accept like, oh, he's just. He's a Thunder. He's it's life, man. It'll be here forever. Yeah. 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 No. I thought his next step was to be moved into the front office. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. Andrew yelled that upstairs, and your kids in three-part harmonies yelled the F word back there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my eight-year-old Jay? did lay in bed last night and looked Ooh. at me, and he said, he said, what does the F word mean? <laughs> did you tell him? No. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell him? 
No. Well, you should say it can mean a lot of stuff. It's very versatile. It's very versatile. It is one of the more complex words in the entire English language. Anyways, I, I t- right before Mike got traded, there hadn't been a trade since 105 <laughs> Eastern time. And I'll still I, I tweeted out. I said, how can a four letter word mean so many things? <laughs> I, I tweeted like I'm going to go walk my dog and put my phone in my pocket. And it wasn't like four minutes later that Muscala got traded. The uh, I still have this like emotional response anytime you get the notification yeah. that says the Oklahoma City Thunder are yeah. or is, you know. And so when that happened, I was like, oh, what is it? I'm like, Mike. Mike. Because yeah, it's Mike, e- no. even in this moment where we know we're not buyers. Like, we're not pushing the button. Yeah. We know that. Like, as much as we tell ourselves that, it's still there's like an excitement about being a part of the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so That's as soon true. as that comes across, you're like, oh, did they make us... Splash? Did they push a button? Did they just get Mikhail Bridges? What did are we they doing? splash? Because yeah. <laughs> you never know. You know what? When it says Oklahoma City Thunder half, and you don't, it's like what's going on? Could here? be anything. Could be a lot of things. Could be a splash. Could be a drop. And it's always a bummer when it's like at the end of the trade line. It's like your team doesn't do anything. It's like, yeah, it is. There, you have endless possibilities, and you've chosen the zero. Yeah, just do something. Yeah. Speaking of not doing anything, the Bulls. <sighs> the Bulls. What is that? I don't know, man. What They're that uh, team? in what? the Russell team, Westbrook buyout market. That team like Ugh. doesn't even exist in my mind this season. Yeah, they're not good. There's no way that that comes from Billy Donovan. What? That they're interested in the Russell Westbrook buyout. Why not? I don't know. I didn't think that it was his favorite moment was coaching Why Russell not? Westbrook. Why not? Just because it was hard. Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the haters, man. The haters. The haters are out to get you this morning, Jay. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what about Baisley? How did you guys feel about the Baisley deal? I w- I was honestly like proud of our podcast because I was like, that's a trade we talked about. Yeah. Cool. That was my first thought. Yep. Yeah, I was proud very of selfish. Proud of yeah. me. I was like, it's like okay. Good. I was glad that that happened. I'm glad new for him. I was like, that's good. He's not working out here. Good for him. Good for us. Yeah, not to mention like the. I, this is where it goes back to exactly what I was talking about. I was like, maybe Sarge, maybe Sarge figures out how to. Maybe they knew that he was going to be the guy, and so they punted Muscala to the moon, mm-hmm. so that Sarge fills in that role. And I'm like, wait, he's a dude that's recovering from an injury as well that has been mediocre at best for a while. Like, all right, but it is that like once again going back to that emotional mm-hmm. high that trading for somebody gets, you know? Well, Although, especially now that, like, you know, we're fans of a team that are get going somewhere. So yeah. now it's starting to feel like every move you make is, like, very intentional and can affect wins and losses. Yeah. yeah you know, I, and it hasn't felt like that the last couple of years. Right. It's felt insignificant. Yeah, and you wonder, I mean, looking at the standings, like, what does it mean for the Thunder the rest of the way? Because they don't, they have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the season. I think they have the 28th ranked strength of schedule, which is like honestly very whatever for this mm-hmm. team because they have lost to the Hornets and the Rockets. <laughs> so it's like, okay, they lost to the Rockets twice. Those are the easiest games. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really mean a whole lot. But like you could see the Jazz falling back after the deals that they made. The I don't know what to do with the Trailblazers. They currently sit in 10th. Like, I have no clue what to do with them. The Lakers are going to move up. 
I think the Thunder are very comfortable with either direction, either moving into the play-in or falling back into the tankathons. Um, so, I don't know. I th- I think that it's either direction is going to be fine for OKC. I'm not sure that they're going to pull a ton of levers. I think the levers they pulled is like trading Mike is kind of a lever. Like deciding to play the young bigs is kind of a lever in itself. Because, I mean, Mike's been so good for this team and been so helpful to Shea in particular when he's on the court. So I, I think that they're headed probably in the direction of being a team in the lottery one more time, like if I were to predict what's going to happen, rather than like pushing forward. Now, this team is surprised all year long, so I'm not going to like slam the door shut of them getting to the play-in, but I just think the desire of the Lakers and the Blazers and the Timberwolves and all those teams is more significant than the Thunder's desire to be there. So I think it's going to be more developmental stuff. Like, I don't think we saw that the way that Mark played against the Lakers. I'm not sure we're going to see a ton of that moving forward. I think they wanted that national TV game really bad. Mm. And so I just, I think that moving forward is going to be a lot of developmental minutes and, you know, figuring out what they have. And, you know, that could lead to them getting to the play-in, but I would predict that it's going to be Lakers, Blazers above them. You mentioned that figuring out what they have. Like, my only rebuttal to that would be the reality that I think they're already doing that mm-hmm. in large part and still will have the potential to get into the playing play game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like they're – limiting the role of anybody on this team everybody normally is playing and they're still performing pretty well mm-hmm. you're gonna get jre back maybe tonight i don't know if they flew him back out to portland but you're gonna get him back you've got dort come back poku's coming back dort's back yeah, i don't know how close poku is. i don't know he's frolicking through the streets and chet's not back. frolicking chet's coming back for 25 games which is about <laughs> right now i think yeah right um, yeah i think i I'm predicting right now that they make the play-in. I think they probably get bounced after one game. Who's but, out? Who doesn't make the play-in? Um, Portland. And the Lakers. I mean, it's two, it's, yeah, I think the Lakers that's true. Two. That is always the hard part. Is somebody can't make it if you make it. Yeah. Because I do think Minnesota is going to be there. Pelicans are going to recover. It feels like they've kind of turned back a little bit. Yeah. Warriors? You think the Warriors are going to miss? No. It just depends how long Curry's out. But they've done a really good job kind of steadying things even when Curry's out. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, they could be right outside. That's a, that's the, that's the thing is that there's so many competitive teams. Utah, I don't think they're going to like – I think they're just going to – I think they're going to lose games and they're not going to make it. But they also are going to be competitive like the Thunder. Yeah, they still have their guys. That yeah. They, yeah, Laurie and Sexton and – They're still going to be competitive. Walker Kessler. Kessler's good, man. I know. Yeah, they're going to be competitive as well. I think that they, I, I think ultimately Utah and OKC will miss and that they were, are both going to be okay with that. Yeah. Because, I mean, if the Thunder can get the seventh pick in this draft, they will undoubtedly find a guy yeah. that's going to make a difference yep. oh, yeah. in the yeah. in the rebuild. And you do a lot of work on the draft anyway. Like, it's a deep it's a deep draft when you go what one through 12 one it's through a, it's a great draft there's a lot of really good players there's a lot of players that i don't think fit with the thunder but i think that other teams will be very enamored with anyways but if you can get the sixth or seventh pick i think that you're going to have the 
a choice of some really good players, you know, but as you get down to like 12, 13, where they could end up if they make the play in, that's when it's like, okay, like, yeah, you can find a player there, but it's more likely than not that that guy doesn't work out, you know. Like right now we're seeing it. We're seeing it in action in like this rookie season. Like everybody, you feel awesome about J-Dub. You don't feel as great about Usman Jang. You know, and it doesn't mean that Jang is not going to be a good player, but like that's that's the draft, you know, is that one will work and the other won't. You know, like that's how the draft in that area works. So I'm uh I'm curious to see where all this goes, but the like the good thing about the Thunder though is that they can it doesn't matter which direction yeah, they I don't, go. I don't care in the end where they land as far as reverse standings. Like if they make the playoffs or the play in, like fine, cool, awesome. But for me, it's just like just do it in a way where you're not pulling the lever to the point of like making up injuries for guys. Although they haven't, obviously, there's real injuries. I got all the qualifiers, but it's like just don't sit people for the heck of it at the end of the season to try to get a better draft position. Just play these guys out, and I think you'll still be in that spot where you're nine to well if, eleven. If they're 12. out, if they're out of it though, the last two weeks. Like the last two weeks is fine, but it's like for a month and a half to. I mean, that's not going to happen. All right, good. That's not going to happen. Yay. Yay. Okay, old man. Ooh, I got some advice to dish out. Hot scoop? Hot scoop of advice. This question comes from David, who says, My friend, call him Stankos, did some weird stuff. I'm not sure how to handle it. Apparently, there was a pizza provided at an event, and he was picking off all the cheese and eating it loudly and just leaving the rest of the pizza in the boxes. How should I handle this? No, read the last line. How I handle this. Thank you. This this is is an interesting question because (laughs) it sounds like he's receiving this information secondhand. He's saying, apparently, there was pizza provided, yeah. and this happened. Like, people are all talking about his friend, like, have you heard how he's eating his pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is funny. But <laughs> it sounds like his friend, one, just tell your friend, what what is going on in this situation? Why are you doing this? Because it sounds you like... You have to address it directly. I think yeah. so. That's the way you're going to figure it out. Because I think what it sounds like is maybe his friend has an issue with gluten, and he's trying to avoid... The oh, pizza crust I didn't and the, think the about crust. That part. That's the only reason I've seen people do that is they're trying to avoid either they're on like a weird diet that allows you to eat a ton of cheese, but no, <laughs> but no, but no bread. Yeah. Very specific diet or High lactose tolerance, but gluten free. Yes, yeah. or they're they're having some sort of gluten issue. It could be that. But what I do when I want to when I want to give a critique or ask a hard question is you do three and then one. You give three compliments, <laughs> and then you hit them with the question or the critique. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, I, I, you know, I feel like you're a very sharp dresser. I think you're <laughs> very fun to hang out with. <laughs> number three, uh, number three, uh, you've got a great sense of humor. Now, a critique. Why are you eating pizza like a psychopath? Yeah. That's a great way to do it. You could do it. You could, uh, some, I've heard people call it the, the Oreo, where you give a compliment mm-hmm. and then you give the critique and then another compliment afterwards. It's very too. good. It is very good. That is how I think you should handle this. 
but just <laughs> hey we also also what okay if you weren't there well, and you you're were, the apparently <laughs> guy yes. why are you the one that's responsible to to yeah somebody in the room dropped this. the ball yeah it's gotta yeah. be yeah it has to be throw a pizza party invite him over yeah. see if he repeats it and say what's up what's going on as here? he's doing that just say whoa like, whoa! Well, leave one. the cheese on the pizza, dude. Yeah, and then the, and the other thing is, if you are eating pizza in this way, yeah, don't put the slice back in the box. Yeah, that's true. That's, take take don't the, do that. Just take the slice, eat the cheese, leave it on yeah. your plate. You can toss the plate. Yeah. yeah. Also, we're kind of glancing over the fact that he also was doing it loudly. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <He> was, yeah. <laughs> It's like a a cookie monster situation, but with cheese. I'm eating the cheese only. There's bread and sauce in the box if anyone wants it. He's just declaring it to the group. This one, I'm going to eat cheese off of these slices. Honestly, I I think if somebody is is like that, it opens the door for you to just be more direct with them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What what in the world are you doing? That is weird. Don't do that. What are you doing? What's going on? Also, Stankos, you know, going back to the special diet thing, I I just don't think a guy named Stankos and eating and doing it loudly is making decisions based off of I also think this is totally made up. Oh, Andrew, you don't, come you on. Never you never know. It but could I, be made up. Luke, uh, it feels true deep dive up. on if that's this guy's pretty, a liar. That's a nope. pretty good made up scenario, though. I know. Yeah, it's pretty it? ridiculous. Yeah. Sounds good to me. And I think we just helped. Yep. Did we help? <laughs> John's back toy, bigger in a we just talk about it. We helped. Did you did. John's back toy, bigger in a Hey, I'm Tayshawn. This is my Victory Dictory. We saw a lot of reverse trades yesterday. Guys going back to teams that they were originally traded from. Yeah. Um, you know, was it was it remorse? Was it regret? Probably not. But have you guys made any trades in your life that you wish you could reverse? I'll start. Mm-hmm. I uh, you remember Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm. I remember Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. cards. I used to play the game too. So I learned how to play Yu-Gi-Oh and and like did the whole thing with my friends. Yeah. Not Pokemon? I Yu-Gi-Oh? did Pokemon as well. Okay. I did okay. Pokemon okay, as well. Okay, 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 okay. But you know you like start with Pokemon and then I Do you still yeah. have your Pokemon cards? No, I'll get the, the this he's brought up mine and I have a source but I'll bring up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you remember Red Eyes Black Dragon? No. Luke, of course. I, I do, yes. <laughs> okay, so I had two Red Eyes Black Dragons in my deck. Red my Eyes. Game deck. Red Eyes Black Dragon. Ice. There was also a blue eyes, white dragon okay. eyes to see with. Okay. Okay. Very powerful. <laughs> powerhouse. Very powerful. Pa- powerhouse. I um, had two red eyes, black dragon in my deck. Yeah. Um, I had a friend that had three more red eyes, black dragon. I thought, man, it'd be cool if I had five. <laughs> and like, they just. <laughs> my idea was okay, I, I put out one or two red eyes and they, they get them. Off yeah. the board, yeah, and I'm like, I just keep them coming. I'm yeah. like, wow, what are they gonna do if I just keep that going? Uh-huh. So he goes, I will give you three red eyes, black dragon. If you give me that, um, uh, God, do you remember the monster, the no, god no, that no. could? You had now, five cards that made the god. No, now I'm now I've you go monstrous. Anyway, I Vol- traded Voltron. cards. I trade. He was like a Voltron of of Yu Gi Oh. I traded cards that made his deck way better. Because I was focused on getting five. Right oh, you got dragon. had. 
I got had, and then I could never beat him. You got I was like, God. wow, these red eyes, black dragons are useless because he's just destroying me. I made him stronger. Wow. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. I, that's something I've never, clearly, never forgotten about. How long ago was that? <laughs> I had to have been eight. You like wake up in a cold sweat. Eight or nine. <laughs> dragon. Like, oh, uh, it wasn't worth it to have I five. Thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to trade them away. I'm like, man, I really miss those those dragons. But it turns out you got greedy. Yeah, you got Yeah, I wanted greedy. more greedy. dragons. This is a story more. of greed. Yeah. That's what it is. It, it is. is. It is. Yes. And, wow. and how it can blind you. Wow. 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 I had a similar thing where I had a party in like middle school and my friend was looking through my Pokemon cards and he was like, hey, I'll buy these for $20. Like the like the first Charizard. Oh, no. Holographic. Oh, man. Holographic Blastoise. One other. He was like, hey, I'll buy these for uh, 20 bucks. I was like, uh, 40 40 And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then it was like Charizard in like a few seconds. Now it's a like, oh, bazillion dollars. Who, who bought it? Chance Connerly. <laughs> I see Chance Connerly at... He, his kid plays really? basketball. Well, I've already talked to him about it. He oh, tur- he turned around like the next week and sold them all for like fifty. <laughs> so, so so he doesn't. So have he any. didn't. He has the same regret. Yes, he has the exact same thing. Where he, but his is worse. Like oh, I got this great deal on him, and I turned around and made like ten bucks. Oh no! Yeah. I know, Jay. Yeah, I mean, you are bringing up all sorts of memories. This is when I was a sixth <laughs> grader. So this was, I'm forty. So this was. 18 years ago. Is that right? No. 28 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yikes. My brother's 28. So I I kind of was in comics. So I lived, where I lived was a bike ride away from New World Comics. Oh, yeah. Shout out to and Buck. 63. <laughs> the owner of New World Comics. So Shout out to Buck. So we would ride our bikes over there. We'd get comics. And so there were two comics. Wolverine was always my favorite character. And then I also really got into Spawn, right when Spawn came out. And so I had like first the oh, first man. Spawn, and I had like the third or fifth Wolverine in one of his series. And, you know, like I didn't think anything about it. And I was done with comics when I was a 12-year-old. I thought I was done with comics. And so mm-hmm. I basically sold them for nothing to a guy. And I don't know how much it'd be worth now, but it was one of those things I was like, well, that was a terrible, terrible Probably $100,000. The, the good news is if they are bought in the 90s, you could probably buy them for like under 10 bucks now. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. it's not that big of a thing. Yeah. Oh, really? All right, yeah. good. Oh. That makes me feel better. The other thing that... But I remember um, thinking it was a big deal like a couple years later. I was oh, like, yeah. dang You're it. Like, God, I could be a millionaire. <laughs> Spawn. Yeah. Spawn. Everyone Spawn. loves Spawn. Uh, uh, I had a, a a white Gibson SG with a pearl pick guard that I really liked. I, I know tried, I know that guitar. That I, I watched traded. you play it at the PC North Talent Show. Yeah. Uh, I traded that guitar. Can't believe that. I really like that guitar. That is a bit. That's the biggest one yet. I bought it on eBay. Uh, very cool guitar, but it's gone. It's What'd gone. you trade it for? It's gone. Uh, I don't really remember. Wedding ring. No. Not married to your wife. You don't that. even remember what you traded it for? Like money? Just no, I didn't. Cash? No, I was. I was just. At that point in my life, I just liked having different guitars, and yeah. so I just was trading out guitars. But I wish I had that one. You got, still. A, you got addicted to the trade. I did. Yeah. That's what we're talking about all day. Trade machine. That's right. Trade machine. Hey, John's back to a bigger in mystery. Hey, John's back to a bigger in mystery. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to take your questions. Oh, I also traded my soul to Satan for wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really regretting that one. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. <laughs> and we're back from, from that quick break. Uh, we have a couple... I'm really of, regretting that one. Man, I forgot about that. I forgot I did that. <laughs> we have a couple of Discord questions from Grim Porpoise. What players do more with fewer step dribbles, fewer steps or dribbles than Jay will? Maybe less usage is a, is a better way to phrase it. But I saw that man do two screens in one possession, and he didn't even move his feet. Um, that's a great question. There's not a lot of players like that. I need to I need to keep my eye out for this. I don't know how to answer this question. Let's try to remember it for next week. Hmm. And okay. I'll, I'll watch and see. But yeah, he, as an offensive player, he does not move very much. This is true. Uh, and then a suggestion on the Williams situation. Let's go classic with it. Jay Will, now Jalen, 
the greater. J-Dub is Jalen the older. Maybe? I don't know. Any other good takes on Pliny the elder? Any other other underutilized themes for naming? Classic WWE? <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh, man. It's becoming a problem because he's played well. It was never a problem until he emerges like, oh, my gosh, he was awesome against the Lakers. <laughs> he was so good against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He had 14, 7, and 7. Now it's a now it's a problem. If he becomes a good player, then we have an actual problem on our hands. Can I just make a here's my recommendation. Hmm. Is just drop the J. Aylin? Will? <laughs> Aylin Williams and Aylin Williams J. <laughs> Doesn't help. <laughs> that does well, no, well, no, <laughs> We're back in the same spot. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, the J A Y part. Lynn Williams, Lynn Williams. No, it. dang it. Still, uh, there's no. no way we can cut uh, uh, dang it. You call him Will and Dub. That's a, that's a, such a Those are two idea. completely different guys. That's Will out there. Will. I do like the elder and the younger. Will Young. I like that. That's kind of fun. Yeah, but then it's confusing. Like, who is who? Is who? That's the problem Will. we're having. Is this why we Will do and Dub. nicknames? Is this like where nicknames come from? To differentiate? <laughs> yes. Because like, okay, our names, right? This is going to get in the weeds and get... <laughs> I'm going to be terrible at explaining what I'm thinking here. <laughs> it's all that wisdom. It's too much wisdom. <laughs> too much wisdom. It's yeah. a curse. He cursed me and took my soul. Classic Satan. <laughs> Project 10 wants to know, Andrew, <laughs> I've always wondered this. How has your fandom of the Thunder changed as you become more of a true member of the NBA media? Do you see your Thunder fandom dwindling or has it start, stayed pretty strong, especially as you've become more than just an OKC guy? Thanks. Um, it's definitely different, but I don't want the whole, I don't want my fandom to completely die because it, it's why it's fun to be, uh, to follow the NBA. So I don't know. I mean, it, it changes like the, I just think the, the closer you get, the more, you know, like the more it kind of evolves, you know, like Pokemon, like a Pokemon. I'm I'm a Charmeleon now. And a (laughs) million. So do you, I mean, is there a push for you to kind of be more neutral? Um, like, do you feel any of that pressure? Yeah, definitely. I also feel weirder now wearing Thunder shirts. Yeah, than I did before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, it's definitely changed, but I still very much en- enjoy. The thunder and enjoy the sport. Okay, I do have a question for you. Okay. These guys that are not public about their fandom of like their personal teams. Yeah. You know what who they're fans of though. You need to give them up. So like if I say a writer. Mm-hmm. So let's just say. Sam Amick. Yeah. He's, he's, his he's a Kings guy. He's a Kings guy, yeah. And is he, he's big Kings guy? He's not a fan. Definitely not a fan anymore. Well, dang it. That's kind of like, I don't know. So how uh, did Bill Simmons do it? Because he's clearly still a Boston fan. Yeah. He's he's approaching from, I mean. Trey Kirby. Simmons and Amick are like so. Polar opposites. Yeah, they're so different in the way that they cover the sport. Like, yeah, would you he, say Bill Simmons is a journalist? No. Yeah. I, Maybe. He I probably has a journal. 
He's a journaler. He, I don't think he would be that. A journalist? I think that I, he's, yes, he's a journalist. I don't think he's a journalist. He's like the original he's, NBA writer. He's an entertainer. He's, he's a, yeah. he is he's, now, but he wrote a, I mean, he writes a lot of things. I what, think it, what is a journalist? I think he's a writer, not a journalist. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. He doesn't even he's write a sports anymore. Writer. He's a potter. He's an entrepreneur. A journalist like like journalism. Like you're supposed to yeah. just be able to tell the story of what's happening with no bias in it. And like Simmons is biased about so many things. And like mm. that's why people love him though. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that's how he's gotten to where he is. Is like people it was refreshing to hear from somebody who actually cared yeah. and even had wild takes because of his emotions mm-hmm. about a situation. And like he he evolved like the way that we cover sports, see sports, follow it. Like he changed all of it with with his blog, and then with his podcast. And like everybody's affected by the way that he yeah. did things. Zach Lowe's a journalist. Zach Lowe's way more of a journalist. Yes, yeah. he's not he, not a. I wouldn't call him like if you listen to him or watch him, you would like, have no idea who his. You wouldn't know that he was a Celtics fan. Like you wouldn't was know. It? Yeah. No. Oh. Ha, yeah, see, this is what yeah. I want. I want you to start giving. I actually up. thought he'd be a Nuggets guy because he loves the Nuggets. Fred Katz was a uh, Clippers fan growing oh, up. I knew that one. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would not have assumed that. Yeah. So what is he now? He's nothing. He is nothing, nothing to me. Nothing. He hates basketball. Uh, do we want to fire through some TQs? Uh, let's fire through some TQs. Twitter questions. Questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. <laughs> now let's get down to it. All right, our first Twitter question comes from at four oh five fan. Who wants to know, is there a chance our best window to win a championship is when Chet is on his rookie deal and we can use the cap space for a more well-rounded roster? I know he's not at his best, but the last two years at least, he will be really good. Sure, there's a chance. Next Twitter question it comes from at Alex underscore Bowlerjack, who says, too soon, what is your ideal situation with the current open roster spot? Give it to Lindy. Let him make some money and then don't bring him back next year. Our next Twitter question comes from at Dylan out loud who says he's pleased with our trade at deadline moves. Happy moves got to a contender and Bay's trade was definitely one of the one of the trades of all time. Now that Russ is out of L now that Russ is out of LA and will most likely bought out by the jazz. Where's the best destination for him to end his career? I think it's hard for me to assume that the next team will be the end of his career. Hmm. Oh, you're saying like that his career's already over? No, I think he'll. <laughs> I think he'll play out this season with the team that will not re-sign him in the off season is the best bet. And yeah. I don't know who's gonna. I mean, Wizards maybe would give him a shot again. He's the best. What's the best I don't place? Know. I, I think don't know the Clippers that. and the Heat are make a ton of sense to me. Like the Heat have gotten so little from Kyle Lowry. Can they get you know Heat culture? Can that impact and and maybe pull from Russ something that's. Russ culture is, is stronger than heat culture. That's so true. Russ culture 
But Heat culture stuff is like, hey, are you a slightly out of shape NBA player? Come in and we'll help you. Like Russ is like the most in shape person in the existence of humanity. You just have to have a team. You have to have a team that has that that can space the floor. And yeah, I mean, I don't know necessarily. I guess the Heat do have that ability. They just are so boring. I don't really pay attention to them. But Uh, I mean, they yeah, I I don't see it. I don't. I mean, it's hard to envision a scenario where Russ can be Russ on a team on any on any team. Like he's got to just like Andre Iguodala downshift a, a lot more to get to that level where it's like yes, like Russ could go. Like, does Russ still have enough in the tank to help somebody? Yes. Is Russ going to use what he has left in the tank to help somebody in a way that is going to help them win the NBA title? I don't think so. So, like, that's like the that's the tough thing. Is like he does have a lot left, but I just don't know that he can utilize it in a way. Because like a team like Denver, like great, like he could go if he if he would just use his powers to become like the Andre Iguodala of that team. Like awesome. Like he could that'd be incredible. Do we have faith that he could actually do that? No. You know, like, it's just like a, he's in a weird spot right now. Mm-hmm. I'm curious where he lands. I would just, I'd guess it'll be L.A. He's going to retire a Thunderman. Right. Oh, yeah, they'll sign him He'll for probably do, day. like, the Paul Pierce one-day contract He has thing. to. There's just, there's not going to be anything else that's going to be close to it. Like, KD could retire the kind of, what, a warrior? He could end up retiring a son. Yeah, who knows? And it wouldn't feel that weird. The most likely is a son. If he stays there. But I don't know. Who knows? He might just be like every year or two he's somewhere else until it's over. Who knows? Kind of trending that way. Hey, guys, our last question. Are you miffed and are you piffed? Sorry. Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. But Luke, before you leave, man, are you miffed you peeved? No. No. I'm not miffed and piffed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you. What You're about you, welcome. Taylor? You miffed, you peeved? No. <laughs> no. Are y'all grateful and blessed, man? Yeah, I'm G and beat up, man. I'm freaking. Also, no. No. <laughs> I'm nothing. <laughs> I am nothing. What's your what What does your week look like, Taylor? My week. Here's the thing. I'm at that stage where everything I talk about in my personal life is going to have to do with kids yeah and i just don't want to keep talking about my kids yeah on this podcast you so, haven't talked about your kids once today i know That's okay i don't want to hear about it though yeah exactly no one yeah. wants to know about my kids i'm grateful and blessed that our man slam through is going to be uh bringing you content from salt lake city yeah, oh yeah salt lake city yeah should be a fun uh fun time we're yeah. probably yeah, gonna I'm have excited. some some pods in the hotel room yeah I'll probably some so. updates DT, dtd pods we need to do some behind the scenes yeah we will we'll do some behind the scenes because yeah there's something else very special that we will be behind the scenes at that yeah. uh, maybe we can talk about it yeah i'll tell you after the pod change. yeah no it'll be very exciting yeah it should be really fun. Me, now you're making me miffed and peeved yeah this time next, missing out yeah this time yeah you should you should join us Jay. yeah let me hold like, give me let me get in the plane <laughs> get in the plane jay get, get in, in the get plane. plane get in get in thanks so much for listening to our show hey make sure you subscribe to our show on youtube if you're just listening to us on your podcast app subscribe on youtube you can watch us talk mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. uh hope you guys enjoy your weekend we'll talk to you guys again on Bye. monday